Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my beautiful, gorgeous, intelligent <laughs> D23 Expo 2019 <laughs> loving wife, Michelle. Hi, everybody. Thank you, sweetie. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, August 11th, 2019, drawing ever closer to D23 Expo 2019. Yay! So excited! Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. The best place, however, to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And you've done some really great things with the uh, website there, honey. It's looking good. Thank you. And I lo- especially love the addition of a subscription. Yes. So then we would like you to subscribe to our newsletter. That's right. We are starting a brand new newsletter. We haven't done brand anything yet. I always Brand new newsletter. <laughs> we haven't done anything really exciting yet. Just welcome letters to those of you who subscribe so far. But in the future, we plan That's on... That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, in the future, we plan to send out, you know, like uh, links to our podcast, uh, some information on what we have coming up, uh, as far as some merchandise we might have, lots of new stuff. And we'd like to be have you be a part of it because we, we, we just kind of want to know who our listeners are out there. And we want you to be even a bigger part of our Hyperion Adventure community. Right. want to give you a voice to let you, you know, share your thoughts with our about our show and some ideas uh, or some criticisms. Yes, absolutely. And here's another way that you can be part of our Hyperion Adventurer community, and that's by following us on social media. This is an interactive show, and so please, please follow us. We are on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, and you can, of course, always email us at Podcast at gmail.com. And we, as we mentioned, we'd love to hear from you, but we also love it when you tell other people about our podcast. Yes. That's awesome, and we really appreciate it. That's the best way to get the word out there is word of mouth. Tell your friends that we exist and that you like this show, and that they might like it as well. Yeah, and again, if you get a chance, a rating and even better, a review is always well appreciated. For any podcast that you might listen to, uh, we all really dig reviews and just want to know how we're doing and if you appreciate the show, but also it helps others find the show as well. Right. So let's get to this week's main topic. As we already discussed, we are really excited for D23 Expo 2019 coming up less than two weeks now. We thought, you know, we'd kind of get involved in this. We've already done an episode where we kind of did a know before you go, but now we're closer to the date. We know a few more details, so we thought we'd give you some last minute tips, and then we're going to have some real fun and do some wild speculation on <laughs> what might be happening at some of these bigger panels. Again, just completely, we're just going to have some fun with it. We know nothing truly that's going to happen, but you know, we it's always fun to speculate as you go in. Yeah, and I mean, we have gone to the D23 in the past, so maybe we can kind of get a feel for right. how it's going to happen. Right, So, and we'd love to hear what you thought. And we did reach out to you to find out what you thought about the uh, D23 Expo 2019 with some of my crazy polls <laughs> that I sent out so many of to begin with. You and think? just a few at the end. <laughs> but thank you to everybody who responded to them yes. just the same. And we were going to go over some of those responses as we go through that. But first, let's get to the fact-based information here. As we get you set for D23 2019, we have some last-minute tips to kind of guide you as you're getting getting ready to head out 
to the convention itself, uh, how to lead into it, what to do when you get there. So we thought we'd kind of go through some of this stuff to kind of give you an aid and have you be ready to go for this exciting event. Yes, and if you've been to some in the past, this year they ha- they do have a couple new things going on, so different ways to approach some of the activities around the expo that we want to share with you. Right, so uh, let's get right to it. And we'll start with the fact that right now you may have not received your badges yet. They are in the mail. They are going out. Uh, we've been watching on social media, kind of mm-hmm. following along to see. We haven't received ours yet, by the way, just so you know. Uh, this Again, we're recording this on Sunday the 11th. Uh, we did see some people starting to get theirs uh, yesterday on Saturday. A mm-hmm. uh, few people. I think more people are going to get them on Monday and Tuesday, possibly. But it also, they looks like they're going to have an email coming out. As far as the reservation process, that's what makes me believe that in the next couple of days, we'll probably see all those badges starting to arrive at your mailbox and at your doorstep. Right. And along with that, that kind of coincides with that is the new app that just came out not too long ago. And in it, you're able to associate your badge number within that app. So yeah, I think all these things are time to come together. Yes, uh, exactly right. So um, I'm guessing, and we don't know what's going to be in that email. Again, we're gonna, I, most of these are going to be facts that we're talking about here, but here's a little bit of speculation that because of the fact that they know people haven't received, all, everybody hasn't received their badges yet, that the reservation process is probably going to open up somewhere on either Wednesday or Thursday this week. Again, just totally guessing, mm-hmm. but just kind of figuring out from, you know, that's a, about a week out from the event, right. and, you know, trying to get things, all the ducks in a row. So that's why I think that email is going to tell you, but we'll see as those come out uh, probably on tomorrow. You're most likely listening to the show on Monday or Tuesday. And so it's probably already out and you already know that. And this is old news <laughs> for you, but uh, we'll kind of see where it goes. Uh, anyway, the badges will be coming out. Once you get them, the first thing you're going to want to do is activate those badges. You can do that either online at the D23 website, or you can go to the D23 Expo app that you were just talking right. about just a second ago. You want to activate those ahead of time because that will allow you to be able to uh, do these these reservations when the process comes. Also, uh, it'll help you just when you get there. I mean, you can activate them when you get to the D23 Expo, but why not just take advantage of doing that ahead of time and just kind of cutting that out so just one fewer uh, amount of steps you have to make when you get there. Absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah. Early on, early on. There's, that's, that's a dollar right. in the jar. Uh, yeah, Thank yeah. you. Think. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and the other thing that's new about this and with your badge and this reservation system is it does have a chip in it that's going to store your reservations for whether it be store passes, stage passes, or talent passes. So having that um, already set up is going to also help expedite that. Exactly. Uh, that, that'll be the perfect way to be set up. Again, just like plan, plan this out like if you're going to the parks or the resorts, you want to have a plan in ahead of time. So take advantage of the reservations, take advantage of activating your badge ahead of time so you kind of know what's going in. And let's talk about the reservation process, what we know at least to this point so far. You'll be able to make reservations for uh, the stores and for the panels and for some of the talent uh, nice. things that are going on. And here's how it's going to break down. Uh, you'll, Like I said, we believe that later this week, the reservation process will, will be opening up. And so you want to jump on that immediately if there's certain panels that you want to get into. And here's how it works out. We'll start with shopping first. Uh, store pass, you will be able to make one reservation 
per day to a store of your choice. And those stores are uh, the Disney Dream Store, the Disney Store, or Mickey's of Glendale. When you make these reservations, by the way, for any of these, you can make them for yourself and one guest as well. That's nice and convenient, you know. And um, and we're going to talk about this in, in regards to all the passes, but if you, it's going to work similar to a fast pass at Disneyland. So once you utilize one that you've advanced reserved, then you can start getting additional reservations at the expo itself. Yeah, there will be, uh, like I said, you you can go to one store per day uh, for yourself and get one of these passes reserved online. Uh, but if you don't get a store that you want to go to, or for whatever reason, they, they ran out of reservations, by the, you still can queue up for store passes when you're at the expo arena. Right. Obviously, uh, doing that ahead of time uh, frees up more time for you to explore the floor, see panels, whatever the case may be. Uh, but you will have this ability. And again, it's one pass per day. And you like say, so Friday, you could do the Disney Dream Store. Saturday, you could do the Disney Store. Sunday, you could do Mickey's of Glendale, right. whatever the case may be, however you prefer to do it. Um, but that's how you can approach it. They will also have stage pass available to, to make reservations on. And that will guarantee you entrance into sessions at Hall D23, which is where all the big panels take place. Kind of the second biggest panels happen at the D23 Expo Arena. And then there's also have some great panels at Stage 20. Or the Walt Disney Archive stage, you get two of those reservations per day that you're attending, uh, but they have to be for a different stage. So it's like you got a reservation for, let's say, the Parks panel at D23. Uh, later on that day, you cannot do a, a secondary panel there. Right. You have to do a panel at the D23 Expo Arena or Stage 28 or whatever the case may be. Those you can reserve in advance. Yes. And, you know, I believe you gave this tip in our episode a few weeks ago where we, you know, really went through a little bit more of, you know, the approach to uh, D23 Expo. But one of the things you mentioned is it's good to have in mind at least two things to go to and plan. If that's all you get to, you're going to be really happy that you're there at the expo enjoying that as well as other activities. Um, so with this ability now to secure those, you're going to hit that goal right away. Right. Uh, the, the it helps you plot out your day more if you know like, okay, today I'm going to hit shopping. That's going to be my big goal. Mm -hmm. Today, I've got this big panel I want to get to. Right. That's my big goal as well as a little panel or a little shopping or whatever the case may be. Kind of plot out your day. It really does make things easier for you. Now, if you don't get a stage pass reserved, that doesn't mean just like with a store pass that you can't get into these mm -hmm. panels. You can get a stage pass for some of these panels. I don't know about, I know for Hall D23, this will be available. Um, maybe for the D23 Expo Arena, definitely for stage 28 and the Walt Disney Archive stage. You will be able to queue up for... Uh, stage passes for some of these other events as well, even if you have already reserved right. some of these passes. So you do have that possibility there. There will also be some standby queuing as well for any seats that are left available, whether people don't fulfill the reservations or whatever seats just happen to be left available in each of these halls. Right. So these reservations, you know, they're not they're not putting out, like I guess if you were to think of some other types of reservations, everything at the pre- expo time frame. Mm -hmm. It's just allowing participants to pick a couple things that they want to make sure they're going to see uh, and and have that secured in advance. And we'll get more into that as we move along here, especially some of the queuing if you don't have a reservation for some of these events. But I want to get through a little bit more with the reservation process first. Uh, they also, and this is, I believe this is new this year, they also have Talent Pass, which is reservations for talent photos, autographs, and other experiences on the show floor. And you get to reserve up to three of those per day. So, you know, if you 
want to get an autograph with a certain author or whatever, or a photo right. taken. And there's some other experiences on the floor that they'll uh, open up reservations for. So you can get three of those per day as well. So this new system really makes things so much easier to make sure when you're going into the expo, you kind of know the flow of your day and you know what you already for sure are going to get into. Right. It's going to make things so much easier for you if you have those reservations ahead of time. So you will want to make them. But again, if you don't, uh, you can get from some of the uh, the, the queue in for uh, standby for store pass, stage pass, and also talent central mm-hmm. on the floor, as well as there will just be queuing just for standby at these various locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the app just a little bit. It, you, as Michelle already talked about, it is available now uh, and you can get it where, where you get your app, whether it be at the app store or whether it be at Google play or whatever the case may be. Uh, I will have the entire expo schedule laid out for you on there. It gives you notification. You can go on there and highlight the things you want to see first and it will give you notifications if you set it up uh, so that you know like for example maybe you're exploring the floor and you get caught up in something and you for, you don't lose track of time right. your phone will tell you okay look you have you wanted to go see this it's coming up right. so you're like oh yeah that's right I got to get to that so you don't miss some of these things plus it'll give you directions on where the you know on the, there's a map of the floor and how it's laid out and other things that just pop up throughout the day it'll give you kind of announcements and let you know and it's just a good resource to have while you're exploring D23 Expo 2019. Most definitely. So definitely you will want to get that app. Now let's get back to queuing a little bit here for those of you who do not have a reservation. Now there will be overnight queuing and that's important for anybody who is planning on going to some of these really big morning panels. Two of the big panels, the biggest panels, the most widely attended panels are going to be morning panels. And so if you don't get a reservation for them, you might want, if you really want to see them, you may want to be staying overnight. And in the past, uh, yes, if you went overnight, you definitely would get into these panels. And even if you showed up up to like 4 or 5 a.m. sometimes, you would also get to them. Well, that's a little off kilter now that we have this reservation process. The Standby people are going to be a little bit fewer probably. So uh, you may want to take that into account if you're going uh, to try and do one of these overnight standby queues. Hopefully, and we're assuming that they will have a pretty good count laid out for you. So they'll kind of let you know when you go out there if you have the possibility that you may or may not be able to make it in by when you show up at uh, the, the, the queuing area. Right. And I know that last time they had the expo there was uh for one of the major panels they had a, a count error and uh so they had to exclude some people that originally thought they were going to get into it and so they really are trying to be committed to making sure something like that doesn't happen again um, and they are also changing up a little bit on how to do the overnight in the past the official overnight time uh queue would open at 10 p.m and this year, um, well, not for the first one, but for the Friday night and Saturday night, they are opening it up at 7 p.m. So right as the expo ends, they're opening up the overnight queue for the next morning's um, panel. Right. And so that that is a, a bit of a change. The other thing is, like you mentioned in the past, as long as you were there by 4 a.m., then you were pretty much guaranteed. So I think if you arrive, you know, if you're planning to arrive at least by 3 a.m., you'll probably be uh, well notified if if you're going to be able to make it in there or not. And they pretty much will probably cut the queue at 4 a.m. That's what I've been, you mm-hmm. know, reading up on. And, you know, definitely if you're arriving there 
you know, at or around 7 a.m., you're going to be no queuing up outside and you're not going to get you're into the, get the big panels or the uh, early shopping time either. My suggestion to you is if you really want to get into these big panels, and we're talking about the Walt Disney Studios panel and the Parks uh, Products and Experiences panel, those are the big morning mm-hmm. panels. Uh, just go ahead and plan on spending the night. Even if you're trying to show up at 3 a.m., you're basically spending the night anyway. Right. So, so if you really, really did, and you didn't get a reservation, you really, really want to get into these panels, I would suggest you try and just plot out, like, this is going to be my night here. But, you know, you can give it a shot. I would suggest you ask uh, when you, you know, as, as you're leaving the expo on the night before what they expect it will look like, how many people they might be letting in. Um, they may not have true answers, and you can't lie that they'll, know for sure mm-hmm. but they may give you an uh, if you're here by this time you probably can make it in uh again uh, you know make sure of it if you really want to be in those panels uh spend the night so uh you were talking about the times that you can start queuing up for these and it starts as early as thursday now I, the, the friday morning panel is the legends panel it's it's attended pretty well but it's not the most widely attended panel of right. all of them so you may be able to show up a little bit later for that queue up a little bit later for that one I can't guarantee that's a fact but it's a possibility it's also um, on Friday people are just arriving at, sometimes at D23 so people kind of show up a little later in the right. day whereas they, you know for Saturday and Sunday they're usually already there but if you want to start queuing up uh, for that panel, if you really want to be and make sure you're at the Legends panel, uh, they will start queuing up for the overnight uh, queue, queuing mm-hmm. up for the overnight queue right. <laughs> on uh, Thursday, August 22nd at 2 p.m. So you can get in there on Thursday and do that if you want. As Michelle just mentioned, for the Saturday, August 24th and Sunday, August 25th queues, those will begin at 7 p.m. the evening prior. They don't want you to arrive early. Just arrive up at 7 p.m. or right around that time and you know go in and check in and uh, get in line for those. And uh, they're, queuing, they're doing it a little differently this year than they did uh, during uh, D23 Expo 2017 where it used to be you would go right to kind of the area outside of uh hall d23 to Mm -hmm. queue up this time they're asking you to go to where uh to the what's called the uh arena plaza which is on catella avenue so if you know where disneyland is as opposed to the uh, convention center uh catella kind of rides cross section in between the anaheim convention center and where disneyland is So it's kind of on the north side of the convention center or the south side of Disneyland Park, if you kind of want an idea of where you want to get. And you'll want to go there to check in, and then I'm sure they'll lead you to wherever the queuing area is. So uh, just to give you ahead of time. Now, uh, here are some details and what you'll need to know if you are planning on overnight uh, queuing. Uh, You cannot hold space for others for more than a short time. So people, you know, you can get up, you can leave to go use the restroom, of course, or go grab a bite to eat or Mm -hmm. whatever. But you can't just sit there and let people go and then they sleep for four or five hours in the hotel and then come back and expect they're going to get that same space in line. Now, that doesn't work that way. Your majority of your group will need to be there from the entire time that you're queuing up overnight. So be prepared for that. If you are staying overnight, uh, you can only bring with you what you can carry basically in a a small bag or backpack, essentially. So uh, if you're planning, you you probably want to bring some comfort items that you Mm -hmm. can fit within that backpack. I would suggest maybe like a blanket that you can put on the ground or blanket to cover you up to keep you right. warm because you may be on concrete. It may be kind of cold. Chilly, and, uh, yeah. uh, maybe a, they, they do have some small folding type stools or chairs that you can fit within a backpack. You might want to invest in one of those if you're planning on sitting out there for those. I suggest like inflatable items, like an 
inflatable mat or inflatable right. pillows of some sort that you can you know, easily you know deflate, fold up in your backpack and take out and blow up and it'll give you a little more comfort when you're sitting on the floor for hours. On right, end. yes. Um, the other thing to remember if you've um, been there or if, if you haven't been there is they, they are really great that they provide some entertainment in their queues for uh, the expo. And in the overnights, they do have movies playing, mm-hmm. which is really fun because it's like a sleepover, right? Um, but the the problem is, too, if you are trying to sleep and there is movies playing around on different monitors throughout the room, you might want to have either earplugs or headphone to um, try to get some sleep, you know, and maybe even uh, eye blinders. Yeah, or like a blindfold, blindfold or something yeah. to kind of, because they're not going to turn the lights all over. It's not going to be dark in there. They're yeah. going to have good lights on. So uh, you might want to prepare for that. Uh, also, I would suggest bringing, you know, I mean, you're going to be there either with your group or with a lot of other Disney fans, definitely, mm-hmm. you know, bring a, like a, a, a travel board game that you can fit in your backpack or some card games or whatever. And you can sit down and play with your neighbors while you're sitting right. there in the queue, meet some great people. You're all Disney fans. You're all there for a purpose. You can have some fun. Maybe you'll make a lifelong friend. You never know. Absolutely. Uh, have some good time while you're all there waiting for, the, you know, the next thing to happen. Now, also take note that you cannot bring your own food or drink into D23 Expo 2019. So I would suggest you bring some sort of uh, water bottle that you can fill at the fountains or whatever Mm -hmm. so you can have something to drink while you're there. They will have a small food stand that has a limited amount of food, but you know, I'm sure it won't be an elaborate amount of food. But if you get hungry in the middle of the night, there will be something Mm -hmm. available that you can purchase there, some food that you can get while you're in there. They won't make you go hungry while you're waiting (laughs) overnight in the hall. So uh, be prepared for that. Now, for the Disney Plus panel, now, these were just queuing up for the overnight panels, for the morning panels. The one big afternoon panel that we expect to be widely attended will be the Disney Plus panel, which is Friday afternoon. The good news for that is that you can start queuing up for that probably right after the Legend panel, Legends panel lets mm-hmm. in. Uh, so you can start queuing up for that. And the other good news is that unlike what you see at Comic-Con, at Hall H, or some of the other big halls or some of the other big conventions, they empty out Hall D23 after every big panel. So it's not like people are camping out in there and sure. that they, you will, if you don't make the morning panel you won't get in there you have a a likelihood that if you queue up for it early you can get into the disney plus panel so uh be aware of that so um the other thing what you need to know about queuing is that there are special allowances for gold d23 gold and gold family members you get priority access to the queue if you are a d23 gold or d23 gold family member and that's good just like as if like you're you for d23 for anything the d23 gold is good for you and one guest and the d23 uh gold family member it's up for you and up to three guests so um and that, that is beneficial to you because you get a little bit farther in line by having that card with you or having it attributed to your uh, badge right you know we saw at the last convention that they actually had separate queues for the gold members compared to stage pass, you know, in standby. So like you're saying, if you are a gold member, you have that benefit. And, you know, whether they do it exactly like last time where it's a separate queue and you get led into the room first or however they're going to do it. But yes, it's definitely a benefit to have that. Have your card with you. Just bring it with you. Bring your ID 
and bring your gold card with right. you just in case. It might be attached to your badge, and that's great, but you want to be sure you have it just to take advantage because there are many different things that you'll be able to use your D23 gold and gold family status for, including this queuing process. Now, if you're not a, if you haven't become a D23 gold or gold family member yet, you still have the opportunity before the expo. You can still go online, purchase that, and have that available for you because, like I said, there are going to be many things that come along with that, including that priority queuing space to go into some of these panels. Sure. And so since the badges are already now in process of being delivered, if you are receiving a badge and it doesn't have the indication that it is a that you are a gold member now, then you would probably want to get that checked out when you arrive at the expo. And they do have areas that will help with all kinds of issues if you're having uh, problems with your badge or with other types of reservations, et cetera. There, there is help areas. And they can make sure that um, the chip reader knows that you're a gold member and that if you're in a queue that it's... Uh, it's okay to be there as mm -hmm. a gold member. Yeah, and, and like I said, uh, not only do you get the queuing benefit, but there's also a lounge that you can use as a D23 gold member that's just for you. Uh, there's also um, some gifts that they give you, mm -hmm. like some artwork that you can receive and some other benefits throughout the expo floor if you're a D23. It really, if you're going to this, it does benefit. It's not that expensive. It does benefit you to be a D23, D23 gold member. Right. Even uh, like you're saying on the expo floor, there's a lot of vendors that will have either a special giveaway, as you said, or discounts. And on the app, it will indicate which vendors have gold member um, benefits. And you can even click on what the benefit is to get a full mm. description of it. So it is very good. And and I know from last time, um, we had actually received stage passes that we obtained at the expo and found going in the gold member queue was more beneficial right. than the stage pass. So getting a stage pass reservation guarantees you're going to get into that, that um, presentation. However, you may find that the gold member line will get you ahead of them Right. At least that's how they did it last yeah, time. Yeah, you may want to ask at the door, check out the, the queuing right. area, make sure that that's the case. But yeah, if that if you are a gold member and they do get priority over the stage pass, then you don't need to wait in that stage pass line to pick that up. So right. uh, it's definitely good to know. Now, uh, another thing you're going to need to know is... Look, you're going to have your phone with you. You're going to have it out using the app that we've talked about. You're going to be taking pictures. You know, you may be playing games on it as you're waiting in these queues or whatever. Look, it's just like the parks. Your battery is going to run down. Right. It's going to happen. It's a long day. It's 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., probably longer if you're waiting into, you know, to get into the actual expo to begin with. So be sure to bring a some sort of auxiliary battery charger with you mm -hmm. along the, if, if you have one. Uh, but if you don't or even... Uh, as an added benefit to that, there are going to be charging stations around the floor. And uh, like we said, uh, the D23 member uh, lounge, the gold member lounge is one of the spots that's going to have them there available for you. Now, that's only for you gold members out there. So take advantage of that. However, there are other spots as well. You can go into Hall E. There'll be charging outlets or charging stations there. You can also find them around the lobby of the Anaheim Convention Center. Just kind of maybe when you're getting there, peruse the floor, keep an eye out, look for your favorite spot, the best spot where you can go and charge your phone. Because again, uh, you probably are going to want, the last thing you want to do is, you know, have that, you, you stumble across that great celebrity on the floor or, you know, this great expo picture comes up and your phone is dead. Uh, take advantage of those charging stations when you get the opportunity. 
Right. Yes. So uh, also a benefit for you while you're there is that they will have bag check available for you. And this is important because you may be shopping, you may be hitting some various things on the expo floor. Some of these panels, they do giveaways during them. Are you, a lot of times, some of the bigger panels, you walk out with a poster or some other right. item from them. You don't necessarily want to be carrying those throughout the expo floor with you all day. So you can take advantage of a bag check service that they'll have. Uh, they'll be available in lobby A from 9 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. daily. All items must be picked up by 7.30 p.m. each day. So be sure and do that. Uh, the price is $5 per bag to do that. But uh, you know if you go shopping first thing in the morning and then you have to carry all these things you purchase with right. you around the hall <laughs> all day. Five bucks is going to seem like nothing exactly. to you. Take advantage of that bag check area. And also, by the way, there is also going to be FedEx there where you can do some shipping of items if you need. You can arrange for shipping of items nice. if you don't want to carry them on a plane with you or whatever the case may be. They will work with you to arrange you to ship those items to your home. Right. So take advantage of all the... Um, you know, tools there to make things easier for you. And, and and another little tip when you're talking about posters, and we've talked about this in the past, but can't reemphasize it enough, is, you know, you might want to bring along uh, one of the tubes, you know, an empty tube so that if you do get one, you can immediately roll it up so it doesn't get, you know, rent or crinkled mm -hmm. and be able to store it safely that yeah. way. Uh, it was one of my tips from a couple of weeks back. I would right. suggest definitely purchase one in advance and just bring it with you because there will be free posters and some other things that are given out to you or you may purchase some uh, and you just really do not want those to get all banged up right. and bent in a backpack or in your hand or whatever the case may be. You know, Keep those as pristine as possible. Now, one of the fun things about D23 Expo that's great is that Costumes are encouraged, um, yeah. and you will see some people in some magnificent costumes. They are a lot of fun. Michelle is going to be out there. She <laughs> is going to be. She was just going down the the, the rundown every. Day. I mean, I think she's mostly Disney bounding, but she's. Right. Gonna, I'm going to be this on this day. I'm going to be this on that day. I'm gonna be this <laughs> and that day. And I'm like, I'm just going to be me. You know, <laughs> look for her. She's going to look cute as can be in whatever little outfit she has on. I'll be wearing a t-shirt and cargo shorts probably. That'll be me. So just be prepared for you that. You look great. But, yeah. And uh, the Jedi in you is always visible. <laughs> Thank you. But that's one of the great things out there is there's so many great people wearing great costumes. As a matter of fact, they have an entire event based on some of these fantastic costumes they have. It's called the Mouse Parade, where they showcase a lot of them. But, uh, you know, they encourage it for everybody. If you want to dress up, however, you, if you just want a Disney bound or if you want to go full born costume, you can do this. Unlike at the parks where they kind of limit you in what you can wear, you're much more wide open in what you can wear uh, to the D23 Expo 2019. However, there are some limitations that you should know going in. You can wear a mask. You can't wear a mask when you're going to the parks wearing some sort of mm -hmm. costume or whatever. But you can wear one into the D23 Expo 2019. However, you will be need to be able to see really well out of them so you're not running into walls or other people <laughs> mine, while you're out mine. on the expo yes uh, also it needs to be able to be removed very easily you know because you will need to go through security or we'll have to remove your mask when you go through security for some other reasons uh, so just be prepared for that make sure that that is your mask can be removed easily right. uh, also um, your costume can't you know, infringe on other guests or your, or uh, have the chance of hurting yourself. So like if you have a lot of things that are dragging on the ground that other people can trip over right. or you could trip all over yourself, um, that's not allowed. Also, if there's like some things poking off of it, sharp edges, whatever. Oh, my and, eye. 
Yeah, something that might poke somebody's <laughs> eye out. God forbid. Uh, you can't have that either. So make sure that that is kind of uh, self-contained. Also, it seems like this is obvious, but uh, you just want to be sure. You can't pretend like if you're dressed up as an actual Disney character that you are an official Disney character and sign autographs right. you can get pictures taken with people and uh, they will want to take pictures with you if you dress up in a good costume but you cannot pretend that you are an official <laughs> Disney character uh, character when you're out there right and kind of building off of that people are really happy and proud about what they do to put together these costumes and so don't feel like you have to try to sneak a a picture of any of them they're very willing you just ask them if you can take a photo and a lot of times then they'll do a really cute pose that may be very uh involved in the character um and you know show them that you recognize and and appreciate the the effort that they put into it because trust me you will see some amazing work that people have done for these costumes and you know they are really proud of it and you know you you can definitely get them to agree right. for a post oh yeah now, these people they, they they put a lot of work into their costumes they're out there for showing them off for a reason they are more than happy more often than not to ha- take a picture with you or have them just take a picture of them yeah. and uh it's highly encouraged and if you but if you do find somebody out there that's like trying to charge you money to take a picture with them yeah. i'll report that person <laughs> because that's wrong uh Loser. that should not happen <laughs> that only happens on like las vegas or you know times square or whatever where you get like drunk when you the poo you, know, you take a picture <laughs> with or whatever but now that should not happen to d23x but everybody there should be pretty much willing to you know have pictures taken of them and it just you know just ask them just right. be nice about it just think oh you mind if i take a picture of you more often than not they're going to be very willing Thrilled, to yeah. do so so uh definitely take advantage of that that's it for my tips i think michelle has a few more tips that she wants to go over oh sure and a, a couple things are new this year we've been pointing out some of them but uh one of the newest things and i guess largest newest thing is having a new building north hall that will be utilized during the expo and they will have some of these you know help or services areas you know like we were talking about with badge activation reservation help um in that area so that that's going to be really convenient and help the flow a lot in um the the expo Mm -hmm. and convention floor um another tip and this one uh we learned the hard way is if you're planning to get a talent autograph a book uh, you want to make that purchase as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really missed out last time with Marty Sklar's book that came out. And when we, we waited till the day of and went to buy it and it was sold out. Mm. So we were able to, you know, get him to autograph his book. So if you're planning that, then make that purchase as early as possible. You cannot bring books and things, items from home and have them signing, even if it is their own book. It's it's limited to the purchases there at the expo. And they do also have some autograph cards that the D23 will supply to you that you can right. get signed there if you're looking for that. So you, you don't have to buy the book necessarily, right. uh, but you know why wouldn't you want the book autographed by you know Marty Sklar? Right, you know, exactly. Unfortunately, long, you know, yes. rip Marty Sklar. You I know. know. And, Fortunately, uh, we met him. God rest his soul, but... Yeah. We met him at a different booth and we're able to get his autograph on some some posters. But um, yeah, and as you're mentioning, Tom, the, the D23 Expo handbook that is given out to you does have some pages that are blank for mm-hmm. autographs that you can use for that. So you'll want to bring Sharpies mm-hmm. to make that an easier process as well. Um, 
let's see. The other thing we wanted to um, bring up was if you are a really solid um, collector and you want some of these limited edition items, that may also precipitate the need to do an overnighter. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even if you have a store pass, like you might not get a store pass for early in the morning or, you know, when the expo opens. And if you really want to get to some limited edition things, that may also be a a reason. And um, keep in mind, too, that at some of these stores, they do allow you to use your annual pass holder or uh, Disney Vacation Club card for discounts. And just we've mentioned it in the past, but I want to reiterate um, be really cautious if you're purchasing something with a discount and then wanting to plan and sell it online for a higher price. Disney is watching for that and you don't want to jeopardize your annual pass for that. So right. keep that in mind. The other thing to keep in mind about some of these limited edition things is that um, the expo does release some of them in waves. So you may go on on. Friday and not find something in particular you're watching for and it may appear on another day. So they do try to to, you know, give some additional things throughout the expo so that you can try again at some of these things. Uh, And speaking of store and changes, um, Mickey's of Glendale this year is going to be having two sections. One of them is devoted specifically to pins and that they will also have a lot of limited edition pins in that area. So it's kind of nice that they're going to be separating that out. Again, I think it's going to really help with the flow for people who are looking for those limited edition pins. Um, Sometimes they actually like in the dream store last time they, when you entered, they'd give you a list of some things that were behind the counter for sale. Uh, A lot of the smaller things are pins. So that again, helps with the flow that you're not, you know, creating bottlenecks in the store looking for something that it's just behind the Mm -hmm. counter. Yeah. So, you know, some, some great things there. Right. I agree with that. Uh, The shopping is a big deal. If you have never been to the D23 Expo, but in the past, um, you'll be amazed at how big a deal shopping is. But the good thing is that, you know, I mean, yes, there'll be lines for these stores and some of the other uh, kiosks as well. But there are a lot of great little places to go purchase things too. Or my, one of my favorite little finds when we were out there for 2017's D23 Expo was the the little pin shop where you could purchase, you know, some of the smaller pins for like a buck, two bucks, three bucks a piece. And, you know, those are great for, uh, you know, for kids, for stocking, stocking stuffers, or for somebody who is either beginning or is a regular uh, pin trader. I mean, buying a dollar pin and trading it up, you know, progressing through pins. I mean, it costs you hardly anything as opposed to, right. you know, some of these expensive pins that you buy in the park or online or whatever, really take advantage of that and, and go out there and purchase some of these. Uh, if you are into pins and into pin trading, purchase some of these. And they also, uh, and the, those also have some older limited edition stuff as well. Uh-huh well that maybe you missed out on when you were if you were at the parks and you know unfortunately you weren't able to make it for when they had this limited edition pin you may be able to find some of those there for a reasonable price actually right and the other tip i want to share with you is a lot of the people working at the convention are volunteers and so they may not have the most cutting edge information that's going on with the expo so if you have a particular question about where to queue for something or what time to queue up for something or where to buy something, you know, anything that may be especially time specific. Um, you may want to ask a few people to get 
the answer that you really is know is going to be accurate. I mean, the app is going to really help you through a lot of that. But sometimes you might find yourself in a situation, and we found that last time we went that we asked somebody, and, and we ended up finding out later that we could have lined up like an hour earlier for Q. So they are volunteers. Be nice to them, as you know. Tom mm-hmm. says all the time. You, you know, understand that they're trying to really make this a wonderful experience for all of us, and just understand that sometimes the information may be changing, and they might not get that current information. Mm-hmm. So keep track of the app. Follow on Twitter because things happen that they release information uh, of changes on Twitter as well. And understand that the volunteers may not have the most accurate right. information. And also remember that these people are volunteers. They're doing this, you know, they're not getting paid a lot of extra for, if at all, for what they're doing out there. So, um, you know, just be nice to them. You know, they may not exactly have everything right on spot on as you would like all the information you'd like, but, uh, you know, they are there to help. And so, you know, do the best they can with them and and treat them nicely. Right. And they do a great job. Uh It's just absolutely. Yeah. They really do a great job. Hard job to take care of all these people, especially like overnight and stuff. Right. And they are very helpful. Um, so not trying to fault them for that, but just want to give you that as a tip that you might want to verify some things. Very good. Very good. So that's it for our facts about <laughs> you know last minute tips for D23 Expo 2019. Now let's get into wild speculation. <laughs> the fun part of you know what is going to happen. What are we going to hear? What are we going to see? And we're excited for it all. And so, of course, like I mentioned before, I ran way too many polls this last <laughs> week. Just kind of get a feeling for what you all thought about what you were looking forward to seeing what you thought you were going to see and hear from the D23 Expo 2019. And so we're going to go through a few of those as we uh, progress through our wild speculation of what we might see, how these (laughs) panels are going to go. And we're going to focus on the main big three panels, which are going to be the Disney Plus presentation panel on Friday, the Walt Disney Studios panel, which is on Saturday morning, and the Disney Parks products and experiences panel, which is on Sunday morning. So we'll kind of go through those and, and talk about what we think we'll hear judging from kind of some of the information we've already received and kind of what we hope or desire, or just again, wild speculation, what we might hear. Right. Now, when you did the polls, you were mainly getting the pulse of what people were right. most likely excited. I shouldn't say most likely we're most excited mm-hmm. that was going to be announced. Correct. Right. Exactly. That's cool. exactly how I went through this to kind of get an, I just kind of wanted an idea to feel if people were on the same page as us and just kind of have an idea. And I thought people might be interested in how people on social media were thinking about uh, these different panels and what's within these different panels. So, But we are going to give some of our own rumors, right? Oh, or well, speculation. Not just it's not not rumors, rumor. Speculation. It's just a wild you know, speculation, just kind of a prediction to see All if right. it comes true. Let's do uh, it. We'll do that. And <laughs> some based on some what we've heard already. And like I said, some just wildly maybe hopeful speculation. Right. But um, let's go. I, I'm going to start with a few of the polls that just kind of have an overall basis of of what the the expo is going to be and what people are most looking forward to. And I started off with just basically that. What major panel are you most looking forward to? The Disney Plus panel, the Walt Disney Studios panel, or the Disney Parks panel? And it easily was by it was 57%. E- easily was the Disney Parks panel. I think mm-hmm. many people are excited about to find out what's happening with Epcot, what's happening at Disneyland, you know, all this different stuff. That was easily the winner right. in that poll. Right. You know, and 
that's that's not surprising and i think it's what we are most excited about right uh, agreed with that um we all i also asked you know the couple other things that were overall branching out there and you know i, I was looking out outside of those big panels as well because there's some other, i mean people go to the panels and they're great mm-hmm. but there's other stuff going on out there that people are interested in as well and i started with you know what other thing beside for the panels are you most interested in checking out when you're at d23 expo 2019 the shopping exploring the expo floor talent signings and photo or other and yeah, exploring the expo floor again, 54% right. easily won. Uh, there's so much to do. You could just explore the floor all day and not even go to a panel, uh, not do any right. real shopping and you could have a great time at the expo. So it doesn't surprise me that that one. True, true. Although there's that other category and we do know for a fact that there is a secret um, panel that's going to be held oh. on one of the days that they have not announced what the topic is. They're planning to announce it, they say, a couple days before the expo. Um, and interestingly, that is in one of the smaller venues right. at the expo. So that's an exciting I've heard too. some speculation on that. I have no idea what that. I, right. I, I wanted to add that into as part of our speculation, but I have really no clue as what that could be because it seems like everything that it could be kind of ties with the panel that's coming up after it right. or whatever the case may be. You know, some people speculate that because there's been rumors that there's going to be a Disney airline, you know, that's going to be starting up. But that seems like that would be an announcement in the parks panel, which is the day after that. And you I know? think that's already been debunked. Right. And I, I yeah, I mean, I'm just saying there's right. a rumor, but there's speculation that that's, you know, even if rumors have been debunked or not. Sure. You know, sometimes they're like, well, it's not really so. Right. Okay, really it is so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that has been at least unofficially debunked but we'll, you know we'll see but i have no idea I, I really wanted to speculate on what that panel is i have no clue right, uh, right. And it's also one of the smaller halls you know it's not like it's the d23 expo arena or whatever yeah, that's you what know I'm saying. So, it's a smaller venue and you're going to know about it in advance so you know you could be looking at making plans to attend it but it's smaller my so. thought was maybe it's something to do with the muppets the Muppets are returning. Maybe, uh, maybe so. But then that would be part of maybe the either Disney Plus or the Disney or Phineas studio. and Ferb. We already Woo! know they're already doing a Phineas and Ferb panel on the floor. So. I know, I know. Um, we'll see. Anyway, I'm, I'm excited to find out what that panel yes. is. It could be, you know, it's so funny. We're building up because you know, it's so speculative. No one knows what it is. It could be building up to something that's like not that big a deal, right, you know, but right. it's just kind of fun to wonder about. Uh, my other overall question that I asked, and I just asked that today, I only got a couple of responses on, but it was, uh, what's the one thing you're most looking forward to at the D23 Expo 2019? I just left that open for people to give me an answer. And of course, one of the first people to answer that is our good friend, Rob LeBerry from the General, uh, Jedi Temple Archives nice. podcast, who you can follow at JTA Podcast. And in Hyperion Adventures podcast tradition, he answered, when you want ask for one thing, you give two things that he's looking forward <laughs> yes, to. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's working. He is fitting right in with our format. A and B. Yes. It's a toss-up, he says, an announcement on the Cassian Andor live action series mm-hmm. and a full trailer for The Rise of Skywalker, which I do believe definitely we're going to get The Rise of Skywalker. Hoping for more stuff on the Cassian Andor series. I think we're going to get some of that too. But right. I love that Rob followed the tradition here of, you know, <laughs> never deciding on one <laughs> single thing. Also, we got a response from uh, Chrissy O's show, who's a great follow on Twitter, by the way. She's a really sweet person. You can follow her at Chrissy Music O. Uh, she says, I want, I, I want info on a villain slash hero park. Will they do it? Mm. 
So is that, you know, a fifth gate at Walt Disney World, a third gate at Disneyland, something like that? I don't know if that's going to happen, but I like the way she's thinking there. I think that's kind of interesting. So uh, fascinating stuff for sure. So let's get into, you know, we're going to break this down by how we think these panels are going to go each day and kind of just speculate on what we, you know, know we'll hear and what we might hear and as we go along and we're going to start of course with the uh the disney plus panel which is the first one that's going to happen on the friday afternoon mm-hmm. and i think we're going to get a lot of information on what I, how, how i believe this is going to break down we're going to get a lot of information actually on how it works how you subscribe to it right. what's all is going to be included what's coming up in the future as well as what's going to be there with the first day it comes out uh, i think they're going to kind of break it down and again i'm going to go through these panels and just totally wildly speculate <laughs> as to how I think it's going to, what order these things are going to come out in. I mean, I have no idea. Sure. Just kind of from history and what I think is their priorities here. So I think they're going to start by going into, you know, like I just said, you know, what's going to be there, what, what, how it's going to work, how you can subscribe, what's going to be there day one, what's coming in the future. I think they're going to go down through uh, then some of these different things that are coming out. And I think they're going to start with some Disney live action mm-hmm. stuff. You know, maybe some clips into like the, the live action Lady and the Tramp right. live action. <laughs> the live action Lady and the Tramp that's going to be coming out uh, soon on Disney+. Plus. I think we might see some footage or sure. some, get more info into that and maybe some of the other live action shows as well. Right, right. I do think seeing footage of different things will be, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, the main pluses of being there. Right. Exactly. I think we're going to get some stuff on National Geographic right. as well, because that's being added in. Uh, some of the different uh, uh, documentaries that are coming in, like the Imagineers documentary, I think we're going to get some stuff on mm-hmm. that. Um, I think we're also going to get a look at uh, what Pixar has going on. You know, we've already seen some of their Spark shorts show up right. on YouTube and such. Um, I also think we're going to get some information on Monsters at Work, which is, of course, the new series based on Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. Right. Um, I think we're going to get some information on that. I also think then we're going to move into Marvel. Uh, and really get delve into some of these uh, different series that are coming out. Uh, and, we, we, and so uh, here's some of the Disney Plus things. I, I meant to mention this a second ago, but I forgot again because I'm already <laughs> lost in my paperwork here. Uh, let's get to the polls. Um, the Disney Plus polls. I asked, you know, what are you most excited about as far as the different aspects of this? And I probably should have started this segment out with it, but you know. I'm flying You're by the seat of my fine. pants You're here. You're doing fine. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you most looking forward to learning about the Disney Plus panel? One was Marvel series details, the Star Wars series details, new Disney content, and new Pixar content. And it was a tie, 35% each for Marvel series details and new Disney content. So that's exciting right, stuff. I, right. I agree sense. with both of those sure, things that yeah. those are going to be interesting. Uh, and then I went into, as far as the Marvel series, which ones are you most looking forward to? Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the Loki series, WandaVision, or the Hawkeye series that we know is coming out. And it was easily a winner for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They got 50% of the vote. Not surprising to Not me. Not surprising, that yeah. I mean, again, that, um, that series kind of got introduced at the end of uh, Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. So kind of getting our appetites wet for that. Exactly. And I'm looking forward to that one very much. I'm a little surprised that Loki didn't get a little more, but maybe that's just because I'm a big fan of Loki and I'm excited to see whether that uh, that is going to play out. Uh, Finally, I wrapped it up with uh, what 
Star Wars series details are you looking forward to get most out of the D, uh, the Disney Plus panel? Uh, the Mandalorian, Cassian Andor series, Clone Wars Season 7, or other. And uh, the Mandalorian one, hands down, not surprising. You know, that's exciting mm-hmm. that it's coming out. 59% went to the Mandalorian. Uh, we did get a response for other as well, and that was from uh, Brandon Sorum, who is at I am Venial. I believe that's his handle on Twitter. He said, Obi-Wan Kenobi limited series announcement. Have heavily rumored in parentheses. I would love, I hope they do announce that because that would be fantastic. I really want to see an Obi-Wan Kenobi series featuring Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. That That would be be cool. Fantastic. So um, back to where I was before, before I was so rudely interrupted by myself. Uh, let's get back. You know, I, I think they, uh, as I said, we're going to get to the Marvel area, and I think they're going to, you know, break down the Falcon, uh, some details about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Loki, WandaVision, Hawkeye. I think we're going to get a few details on those. I don't right. think we're going to get a ton, right? But I do think we're going to get a little more, you know, leading into it, maybe an idea of what they're going to be. Right. I mean, I think with Marvel, we saw a lot of the information at comic-con so i think they're less heavy here on that uh and also with the you know um, disney plus will have their own pavilion at the showroom floor Mm -hmm. and so they're going to be able people will be able to see what disney plus streaming is going to you know look like and how you know kind of get some hands on how to use it so i think with this panel it is going to be introducing you know maybe some new things but mainly showing some clips i would think again agreed i don't know how many clips they have because i don't know how much filming has been done yet on those series or at least sharing the cast right it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of the cast members show up there and they just kind of tease what's going to be happening and but i'm looking forward to it all and then i think they'll go into their star wars mm-hmm. um stuff and i you know i mean i think that uh, we may find out a couple more details in the cassian andor series Ooh, i don't believe it's so. really started filming yet but i think we might get into more details of that including i believe we're going to get a title for it i mean, it wouldn't right. surprise me if we get because it's not going to be called the cassian andor <laughs> yep. series that's not what they're going to i don't think that's what they're going to go with there has to be some sort of title for it and so i'm looking forward to hearing what the, the title right. of the cassian andor series will going to be uh and then the, i think we're going to get some real good peaks at clone war season seven sure I, we've already seen a little bit of that at star Wars celebration right. i think we might get some more of that if not maybe they'll uh, recycle some of the stuff we saw, but maybe they'll expand on that as well. And then I think we're going to get a huge piece of news, uh, you know, some information on the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm, and definitely. I think that we are going to get more video of that. I think, you know, we already know on that day that John Favreau is going to be there because right. he's going to be inducted as a Disney legend. So we're going to get plenty of input on the Mandalorian. And like I said, some more footage and some other stuff as we lead into yes. that series, which we are very, very excited about. So that's cool stuff. And it'll be interesting to see what else they come out with the, the Disney Plus panel. But, you know, we're excited for it all. Right. And one of the things they're saying, I don't know if they're going to be discussing it in that panel or just at their pavilion. But uh, for people who are in attendance at the expo, they are going to be giving some kind of a, a special perk for uh, choosing Disney Plus. Disney Plus streaming. Right. I mean, they're definitely going to make it easy for you to sign up when you're on the floor, sure. but I believe that it wouldn't shock me if there's some sort of benefit to being in the panel. Yeah, that's what they're announcing. I don't know that that's going to be, but that wouldn't... Yeah, I don't know if it's so much at the panel as much as 
being at the expo. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to be some kind of a discount they, or something, they, but they, they have announced there will be a benefit. Yeah. Well, you'll definitely, the benefit for sure will be that you're the first ones who get to sign up True. for it. So you can just go ahead and sign up and you'll be ready to go. You'll be one of the first people to be ready to go for Disney Plus when that comes along, whether they have some sort of discount if you're there, I don't know, mm-hmm. but that would be kind of cool. Uh, let's move on to the Disney Studios panel, which will be on Saturday morning. And this is going to be a really interesting panel. In the past, they they broke this panel up into two different parts. There's been an animation part panel and a live action panel. And at this time, they combined that. They're going to be together. And I kind of think that's maybe because I don't think that there's as much animation, at least not listed at this point that's coming out so maybe it wasn't enough to carry a full big panel right so they decided to put them both together but let's before we get to that let's get to my polls because they're very important to me (laughs) uh as far as the studios important to us all that's right important to us all no question (laughs) polls are very very important i started with the, the animation to begin with and i said you know hey look what Disney Studios or Pixar animated films are you most looking forward to getting details about at the expo at this panel? Uh, Is it Frozen 2, which we know is coming out very soon, Onward, which and Soul, which are the Pixar films that are coming out next year, or an unannounced animated film? And it shouldn't be much of a surprise that uh, Soul and the unannounced animated film both won this poll with 35%. Soul, because we've seen, all we've basically seen is the logo for right. it. We know very little detail. And there's, you know, small kind of basic synopsis of it, just yeah. really basic. Um, so, uh, you know, I think people are looking forward, and that's coming out next year. So people are looking forward to that. And because the, the animated slate is so small, there's got to be some sort of announced, unannounced make animated films coming in the future that they may make their debut here at right. this panel. So it wouldn't surprise me that people are interested in that as well. Sure. I mean, and the fact that uh, Frozen 2, there's already been trailers out on that. You know, I don't know how much more they're going to want to really talk about that. We'll talk about that in a second here. <laughs> okay, yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, then we went. I went to the live action uh, Disney stuff that's coming out. Uh, what Disney live action film are you most looking forward to getting details for at the expo? Uh, Maleficent, uh, Mistress of Evil, Mulan, Jungle Cruise, which our, our good friend uh, Cassie at Disflix and Tidbits, you can find on Twitter at Disflix Tidbit, said, who else forgot Jungle Cruise was coming out? <laughs> I, I raised my hand to that. I forgot until I was looking at the slate of films coming out in the near future. Right? And I was like, oh yeah, Jungle Cruise is coming out. And then other, you know, please confirm, which no one mentioned, but they, they were interested. Some people were interested. They did get votes. But uh, easily, Mulan got 42% of the votes, just edged out Jungle Cruise because, again, people forgot it was coming. I was like, oh yeah, that's coming right. too. Uh, which got 39%, but Mulan, most people are interested in finding out about Mulan and I can raise my hand for that one as sure. well. And then I went into uh, Marvel because, uh, you know, uh, just at Comic-Con recently, they released a whole slate of films that are mm-hmm. coming out. Unfortunately, I don't, these Twitter polls only allow you to just list four items. I couldn't go with as many right. movies as coming out, but I did want to uh, talk about a few of them that I wanted to see if people were interested. And I said, if you want to comment with something else that you're interested in, fine. But uh, I did list uh, Black Widow, The Eternals, Doctor Strange and the uh, Multiverse of Madness, or Thor, Love and Thunder. And it was easily a win for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of cool. Madness, which uh, it, it followed by, not that closely, but uh, by Thor, Love and Thunder. So it shows, you know, people are still gravitating towards the characters that they've known sure. from the past. So uh, that's where people wanted to know the most about. And it'll be interesting to see how much of that we receive when we get to this panel. But here's how I 
picture this panel breaking down, okay? And again, wild speculation. <laughs> this will probably come down completely differently how I, I, I think it's going to happen. But I think it's, they're going to start off with the animation first. And I mm-hmm. think they're going to start off uh, with Pixar first. Um, we're going to get some looks into... Uh, onward mm-hmm. and soul we're going to get some more details on that maybe some footage maybe a trailer you know right. more. we've already received a teaser trailer for onward maybe an extended trailer for mm-hmm. that maybe a teaser trailer for soul we'll see what we get out of that maybe just you know just a general idea of what's going to be happening right. but i think that that is where we're going to go and then we're going to move into disney animation and that's where i think first off we're going to get some details on some other things that are well in advance, but are coming that they're, they may give us a title for another right. Disney animated film that's coming from the Disney mm-hmm. studios. That could uh, be exciting. So I'm looking forward to that. And then we're going into frozen two because frozen two is coming out in November. We know it's a big deal. Right. Uh, that Disney is really behind frozen two coming. And so I believe that we are going to get a, you know, maybe another big trailer, some more footage, maybe some more details, some cast members, right. whatever the case may be. I think they're going to hit frozen two pretty big at that point. I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, uh, I remember it was the last expo that they just even announced Frozen 2, you know, as the title of that sequel. And so it's getting close now. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure they want to also use this opportunity to, you know, kind of draw people's attention and remind Mm -hmm. them that's coming out. Might get a tease of a song. Right. You know, that's happened in the past when we've been there. So we'll be interesting to see what what happens with that. And I think then from animation, they're going to go into the live action films and then they'll go into the Disney live action films to start us off. And they'll begin that with uh, Maleficent, a mistress of evil, because that is coming out in the next couple months here. Right. So they'll probably give us a little bit more of a peek of that. Give us an idea. And then they'll move into the other ones. Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to, you know, get a little more meat into that. Maybe a teaser trailer for right. that. Maybe some footage. Something along the line. And then definitely, I think they're going to hit Mulan. That's coming out in, I believe, March of next year. Right. So I think that we're going to get a lot more into Mulan um, and find out, like I said, footage. Maybe in a fully extended trailer. Right. More of that. I think they're really going to start building up towards Mulan. From... Yeah, no, I was going to say, I agree. I mean, uh, considering that one of the Disney legends this year is going to be um, the original Mulan, Mulan, um, you know, it makes sense that they have this opportunity now to also, you know, to link that in with the newer movie coming out. Right. Ming-Na Wen, who is uh, right. also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Uh, she is a Disney, becoming a Disney legend this year. So that's good for her. We're excited for her. Yes. Uh, so from there, I think we're going to go into the Marvel films that are coming up. As we just talked about, there's so many Marvel films in, coming out in the future. They hit a lot of that stuff at Comic-Con just recently, so I don't think that'll be as much of their focus here, but they still will definitely want to hit on it for the Disney and Marvel fans that are going to be in attendance. And I think we're going to get uh, a lot more details on the Black Widow film that's coming mm-hmm. out next year. Um, the Eternals, which we know very little about, I think they're going to hit that as right. well. And then I think we may get some pieces of information on some of the other Marvel films that we've discussed that are coming out, including Shang-Chi, um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. I think we may get some details on that. I don't know. That, you know, Again, I don't know if principal photography has begun on any of those yet, so we probably won't get much in the way of footage, but maybe just kind of a tease of it, what's right. going, what, they, you know, what the possible idea of them are, is going to be, and sure. just kind of a look forward uh, through Phase 4 and into Phase 5 of right, Marvel. Right, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, then I think they're going to wrap up up the day big time with Star Wars because the rise of Skywalker is coming up here in December. And so that is going to be one of their big focuses is going to be on 
the rise of Skywalker. So I think the first will come out with Star Wars and they'll come and do some small details. Hopefully, this is what I'm hoping anyway, because we know they have some other films in the works mm -hmm. in the future, a few years in the future, that maybe we might get some small glimpses into what they're thinking like of those. The next trilogy. Yeah, what that concept might be for those films. Again, they're not filming yet. They don't have a cast yet, but maybe just some concept of what those might entail. Right. And then we go big time into the rise of Skywalker. I think we're, that is how they're going to close out this panel because that is their big goal is leading to December, right. leading to the rise of Skywalker. We are going to definitely get at least some new footage from that film, possibly a full trailer from it. Um, and, you know, as far as cast members showing up and crew and, you know, a lot of times they finish these things with a big flourish at Comic-Con after the they uh, displayed the force awakens. Right. They had uh, John Williams lead an orchestra, right. you know, and play some stuff. I think it was actually, that was a star Wars celebration that they did that. Uh, actually it was after the last Jedi. Right. They led people out to the San Diego symphony right. for yes, after the force awakens. That's right. Um, some, I don't know if they'll do something like that, but there's going to be something big deal to close. Usually these panels, they have some sort of big thing to close it out. It wouldn't surprise me if they had something big in the works wrapped around the right. rise of Skywalker to finish out that panel. Totally would agree with you on that. I mean, they want to make sure this is successful. And I think, you know, because they had some uh, bumps in the road with The Last Jedi, I think they want to make sure people are feeling really good about this and excited to go to see this film. Yeah, agreed. I, I, I think it's just going to be their huge focus. And that is definitely what they're going to get into. And then finally, I, I wanted to look into the parks panel because mm -hmm. that is what we already discussed in our polls. That is the panel that most people are looking forward to, at least from the people that we are contacting with on social media. And that's because I think there's so many big things happening at the parks. Right. Uh, and we know that, 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 you know, it's not just rumor. There's facts. They're doing a lot of things with Epcot for one thing and some other areas around the parks. They are really looking forward into that. So I also... And that makes sense too because the parks... Active, things about the parks are long-standing. You know, a film, yeah, it's exciting for right now, you know, but what's going to be mm -hmm. drawing you to a park year after year after year? So it makes sense that right. that's the most exciting so of the panels. Right. So I did some polls on that to kind of see what people were looking most forward to uh, as far as the, the parks panel. Mm -hmm. And I started off with Walt Disney World mm -hmm. and what they are looking forward to as far as announcements uh, at the parks panel in that regard. And I said, you know, are you looking for Epcot updates, Tomorrowland reimagining, which is rumored and probably going to happen. Uh, the Star Wars theme resort, which we know they're building right now. Right. We have very little details on or other uh, share and comment. And uh, I actually was a little surprised by this. I thought Epcot was going to win this and it came close but the Tomorrowland reimagining is what really uh, what, what most people were interested in wow. they got 32% of the vote uh, the Epcot updates and the Star Wars themed resort both got 27% of the vote so kind of close but yeah. um, it, you know really interesting also um, in the other category we had uh, a follower of ours on social media Ken Biedron who uh, you can find at CircusBear16 on Twitter he says I want to hear about the Reflections Resort so, oh yeah yeah that's uh, interesting stuff too too. So yeah, definitely agree with that. Uh, from there, I went into Disneyland. Or, mm -hmm. you know, what are you looking forward to hearing at the parks uh, as in regards to Disneyland? I started off with the quote Marvel Land, unquote, because it's not going to be called Marvel Land, <laughs> right. but uh, details about that. Uh, Tomorrowland reimagining, which I think that there is a possibility of that happening at right. Disneyland because they, they could use a little refurbishment right. in Tomorrowland at Disneyland.
Disneyland as well. Uh, a third gate announcement, you know, is there going to be a new Disneyland park right. being added or other um, easily? And it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, the Marvel Land sure. easily won. 67% of the votes went towards Marvel Land. Well, that's then, a sure thing. Yeah. We are going to get details right. on that. We know we're going to get details on that. So, uh, and I, we are all looking forward to details right, exactly. on that as well. Uh, then I went into other things outside of the parks because they will announce it's you know it's parks and you know products and experiences. Right. So there are other things that may have to deal with the parks, but they are definitely Disney, and they will discuss in this panel as well. And so I asked, what other things are you most interested in hearing? You know, the new uh, Disney Cruise Line ship names, uh, the Run Disney returns to the Disneyland Resort, which may be what I'm most excited about, and possibly being announced. Uh, foreign Disney parks info or other um, 58% of people said they wanted to hear the new Disney Cruise Line ship names right. which we don't know if they will or not but I would be willing Most to likely. bet that they uh, will uh, give that announcement so um, that's kind of how our polls went down for that now here again is my wild speculation on how I think that this panel is mm. going to play out and I wonder if it does come to fruition, at least in part right. of what I think this is going to happen. So I think they're going to start the Disney Parks products and experience panel uh, with a look at kind of what's going on in some of the um, foreign parks, you know, mm -hmm. like Disneyland Paris or the right. Asian parks and kind of give you a, an idea of what's happening in those parks, right. what the new expansions they're doing there, sure. what they're, what the new additions are there. Uh, I think that's going to be fascinating and, and interesting. Oh, as most definitely. And, um, you know, in addition to this panel, that's probably going to be sharing that information is they will have uh, on the showroom floor some displays of, you know, uh, some of the park renovations, you know, both within the United States and internationally. Yeah. So that I mean that will kind of lead into this. It's right. like they're laid out for you, so you can check it out while you're on the floor. But then they might also, you know, kind of expand on that a little right. bit Give some when details. you get to the panel. Sure. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's how they start off. Then I think they're going to move to Disney Cruise Line, and I think mm -hmm. there's some big news coming from Disney Cruise Line. We already know uh, that they have three ships coming. There, and one of the big announcements at the uh, the expo in 2017 was that they were having a third new ship right. coming. We knew there were two. They added another one. Well, this time I think they're going to start off when they get to the Disney Cruise Line portion and they're going to start off by looking at uh, the refurbishment of the one, the, the current Port Canaveral terminal right. and the addition of another terminal that we already know that they're working on that they're going to have right. happen out there and what they're going to do with that because they're going to need a couple terminals because they're going to have a couple ships at Port Canaveral right. at a time. Uh, from there, I think we we definitely go into the names of a couple. I think we're going to get names for at least two of the three ships, or maybe all three of them. Right. Maybe it's only one, but I think it wouldn't surprise me if we got names for at least two of the ships, the new Disney Cruise Line ships. Sure. And then I think we're going to get a peek at the second private destination. You know, we already know about Castaway Key. Right. The next private destination is going to be Lighthouse Point right, right. now. And right. so maybe we'll get some concept work on what they're going to eventually do with that uh, area mm -hmm. once that opens up to bring in um, more cruise guests and I'm excited to find out what that is as yeah well. I think it'll be really interesting you know like are they going to make it very similar so that they can just be sharing two ships at the same time at these ports or is it going to be some new you know innovative exciting type of activities that they'll have at this new port yeah I'm, I'm excited to hear about right. it I, I don't know if they will but I, I, I'm hoping they do, and I'm looking forward to Whenever it comes out, I'm looking forward to finding out about the second Disney Cruise Line private destination. And then I think they might rip out, uh, wrap up the Disney Cruise Line area 
possibly with like a peek into maybe some upcoming itineraries once the new ships come right. or, you know, uh, you know, because I, I really believe once we start, you know, expanding this fleet into seven ships, that some of these ships are going to move into new destinations that they've never been able to go to before, whatever. I really believe that uh, one of these ships, whether it be the older or the newer ships is going to be moving towards Asia and some, because they have right. the, all the, they have the three Asia parks there. Right. It would make sense that even if it's just for a portion of the year, one of these ships transitions over to that area for a short time. But there's lots of different areas that could be explored. Right. You know, South America, we could explore, right. you know, more in Europe, whatever the case may be. I'm looking forward to seeing eventually uh, what these new itineraries may include. And I think that part of that might come out possibly in this year's expo. Sure. Uh, you know, they may end up uh, having maybe like the wonder remain West Coast either more or all of the year. Um, who knows? They may have been, you know, so successful with Alaska, they might bring magic over too and have two, you know, kind of mm-hmm. alternating weeks of going to Alaska mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, like you said, they might be taking some other adventures towards Asia or some other destination. So, yeah, it would make sense that the, this would be the venue to really announce some changes like that right again it might be a little early for that but right. I, i'd like to see them maybe some even just a hint at what might be on the right. horizon right and it'll be exciting hopefully if they do cover some of the new ships in terms of what will they have that's different you know i mean we saw some really neat innovations added to the dream and the fantasy so it'll be really fun to see how can they continue to evolve these ships to have much more uh, either activities or restaurants and things like that that make them appealing. Yeah, that's a good point. I do believe you're probably right that they will look into some of these new ships and what some of the amenities are going to be and everything and how they're going to be bigger and better than right. the, uh, the ships that have come before them. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah. That, yeah, that's that's fun. Yeah. Uh, from there, I think they're going to move into uh, back to the parks and go to Disneyland. Um, I think that Disneyland is the next step mm-hmm. on there. I, I think they have some things coming for Disneyland, but um, I, I, I don't think that's going to be the focus of this. That's why they're going to do it before they get to Walt Disney World. Uh, but I, I, I really believe it. I truly, in my heart, believe it. And I, you know, there's nothing really to say that this is going to happen, but I definitely believe that they're going to make an announcement that Run Disney is returning mm-hmm. to Disneyland finally after a couple years away. Right, hopefully. Most of the construction, yes. unless there, unless there's a bunch of brand new construction that they announce at this event, most of the construction is going to be done some point in the next year um, so they can start opening up some of these areas right. again and stage Run Disney and get it. And so hopefully... Hopefully, again, I, uh, we love going to the Walt Disney World Resort for run Disney events, but it's just so convenient for us to go to Disneyland. And it's also nice for everybody to have that many more options to do run Disney events, to have sure. it there. So, and, and they've done things in the past, too, that like they're bi-coastal. So like if you, you know, like I remember with Star Wars once they had light side and dark side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've had things that if you do both of them, you can be qualified for another medal. Mm-hmm. And so it is it would be great to have that return of a West Coast uh, run Disney events. Exactly. And so I really believe that that is going to be an announcement at, uh, I I have nothing on that, but I just, I just believe it in my heart that that is going to happen. Uh, From there, I think they might go into um, some updates to Toontown because we Mm -hmm. already know they're, they're doing Mickey's runaway railway there. They've already announced that. I think that some of the rest of Toontown along with that may get a little sprucing up as well. So they may talk a little bit about that. Uh, Then I think they may go into some Tomorrowland reimagined. They may um, tie this in with uh, Walt Disney world. If they do, 
do their uh, if they announce them um, Tomorrowland reimagining right. there. But I think that yeah, it, it, Disneyland doesn't need as much reimagining in Tomorrowland, but they definitely need a little bit. Maybe the, you know, there's been rumors that maybe the Tron coaster might also come to Disneyland. Mm. Maybe something along those lines. Um, but it needs a little sprucing up, so it wouldn't surprise me if th- that was an announcement. And then the wrap up the Disneyland stuff with, of course, quote, Marvel Land, <laughs> yeah. unquote, right. um, because that is going to be the big news from Disneyland. Some of the details of how that's going to lay out, what the right. attraction is going to be like, you know, the shops, the different, sure. uh, what, what, what all is going to be taking place there. That's opening um, supposedly sometime next year. So um, I think we're going to get a lot of details in regards to that for sure. Right. Because, I mean, in the past, there's really only been a lot of rumors, you know, and, and they may have been very... Um, well substantiated rumors who knows but um, I think one of the things that we have definitely heard is how you know this Tony Stark project is going to have some kind of an immersive area that connects people with what's going on in Hong Kong in Paris and I think that's really an innovative use of technology that they're going to be in introducing to these parks. Yes. So I think we might get some details on that as well yes. and again I don't know maybe they'll tie that in when they do some of the um, stuff with the foreign parks as well right. you know, because if they are going to be tying them together maybe they move it into that I don't know um, but we will get details on that I have no doubt that we are going to get details on that mm-hmm. um, just a matter of what it will be from there I think they're going to start they're going to wrap up the, the panel by going to the Walt Disney World Resort because mm-hmm. everybody knows that is the big emphasis right. right now is all the new things that are coming especially to Epcot but into the Walt Disney World Resort as well and I think they're going to start just you know by kind of looking over the resort some of the new resorts they have coming up including a look at Reflections, which is the new DVC resort that's being built on where River Country used to be mm-hmm. in between uh, Fort Wilderness and the Wilderness sure. Lodge. Uh, we've, you know, we've seen some basic uh, synopsis of it, uh, you know, some concept art for it, but I think we may get a little more into that mm-hmm. going through there. Uh, from there, I think we're going to get a little Star Wars information. I think um, we'll get, because uh, Rise of the Resistance at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is going to be opening up in December yeah, at Walt Disney World Resort and in January at Disneyland Resort. And I think we might get a small peek, you know, not too many spoilers, but maybe a small peek into that more as they're building up, getting ready for that to open up. And then we know very, very little about the Star Wars themed resort. And so I think we're going to get a lot of more details on how that is going to lay out, what your activities might be like if you're there, how the stays are going to go, you know, just, you know, even if it's just more concept art, I I think we're going to get a lot more details about that um, at this part of the, uh, unless they add it to the uh, the resorts, but either way, I think we're going to get more details on that. From there, I think we might find out more information on Tomorrowland reimagining, which Mm -hmm. I really believe is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, We already know that the Tron coaster is being built. If you've watched social media, (laughs) there's a new picture of how it's developing every day for somebody who's ridden the people mover. So you already know that that's being built, but that land has a lot of dead space in it right right now. It needs a lot of gentle care. It needs a lot of work. And I believe that there's going to be some uh, reimagining of that area announcement possibly coming up at the parks panel. Right, I would agree with that. And from there, we're going to the big news. And that is going to be Epcot. We all know, we've seen the many possible rumors about it, some real, some non-real of what's going to be happening in Epcot. But I think that we're really going to get to brass tacks about what Epcot is going to be doing over the next couple years here. And I think they're going to start just by a quick tease of the space restaurant which we already know is opening up later this year but right. I think they want to give a 
few more details on that uh, just to kind of warm you up about what's happening at Epcot mm-hmm. and then get you going. And then we might get looks at things like the Play Pavilion. We already know that's been announced as right. well. That is happening. Right. We may get a little more of a glimpse into what the Play Pavilion is going to consist right. of, what's going to be happening in there. Uh, and then, you know, maybe some things like um, maybe a closer look at the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. Sure. Uh, you know, right. We've right. seen some things about that. We may get an expanded look of what that is going to actually entail. What's that going to be right. like when that opens up here pretty soon? Maybe even the uh, the nighttime fireworks yes. that will replace illumination. Yes, I think we will. We'll probably hear a little bit about that. I agree. I think we'll get some details into that as well, as well as some of the other areas that you know we know they're rumored they're changing around. We know mm-hmm. Club Cool is moving to a new area. We know they're uh, kind of you know redoing that central area there, and right. they'll be. Um, changing that. So I think we're going to get some layout details and how that is going to change mm-hmm. and what is going to be uh, th- that area is going to consist of. And then I believe they're going to close out the panel. And I know how these panels mostly go. They like to close out with big news and a big event. Yeah. Okay. And what in the biggest rumors out there, and this could be, it's a rumor. It may not exist at all. It may not be happening at all. So if that is the case, then throw this completely out the window. <laughs> but the big rumor is that World Showcase, that they are going to be adding a new country right, pavilion right. Yeah. there. And what is the rumored country that they're going to be adding to the World Showcase? The one I hear the most is Brazil. 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 Okay. <laughs> Brazil makes total sense. You know, there isn't really much in the way. They actually, there's no social, uh, South America right. within the World Showcase. It would open that up. Brazil's fun. You can do lots of different stuff with it. And what a better way to end this big panel with is with the announcement that World Showcase yeah, is going to add Brazil and outcomes. Boom, Carnival <laughs> Parade through the aisles of the that D23 awesome. Expo, uh, through the D- Hall D23. I really, as I, this is, it, as I was laying this out, I didn't even have, this didn't pop up to my head until I was laying this out, thinking about how these panels usually go and then right. there's some big event at the end and I knew that Brazil was rumored and I'm like, oh, this makes so much <laughs> sense that this is how they're going to close it out. I could be completely wrong. I may not be even announcing that they're, they're adding a new right. country or it could be something completely different than Brazil, but it made total sense with me and I, that's why it wouldn't shock me if that is exactly how they close this panel right, out. Right, right. I agree. That would seem to flow with what they normally do. Uh, what I didn't hear you say is uh, how there's been rumors about maybe a possible additional theme park in Orlando, you know, and some of the bases for people making that speculation, you know, um, Disney, you know, well, first of all, you, you know, there's been the more recent universal big announcement of their expansion plans, somewhat plans, I guess, <laughs> some peeks into that. And then, um, you know, so Disney may be wanting to keep up on, on that. Um, the other thing is Disney has purchased some land, a substantial amount of land in Central Florida. And, you know, considering the fact that they have made the agreement to keep, you know, a percentage of their land for conservation purposes and not develop it, uh, one could speculate that they're going to use that purchased land to not develop and then open up some areas that were maybe reserved for conservation in the main area or main land of uh, Walt Disney World. So I, you know, I don't know if I feel like they will be opening another park or if, if they might just say that they're not ruling it out or, or maybe nothing at all. But I can see where some people would come to that speculation. 
Yeah, I can see the speculation. I, I can see the desire for it. I'd love mm-hmm. to see if a fifth land, a right. fifth gate uh, up here at the Walt Disney World Resort. Also, a third gate, a third land at uh, Disneyland Resort. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to hear an answer to that. I just think that right now, you know, with all this stuff, work, all this work they're doing at Epcot, possibly the Tomorrowland mm-hmm. reimagining that they're, uh, you know, they're just spread so thinly uh, that maybe this won't be the time to make that right. had this much extra work coming up here. But who knows? Maybe yeah. so. I would right. love to, you know, I would love it. You know, right. maybe the heroes villains thing that Chris Yeo was talking about a little right. bit ago. I'd love it. But yeah, you know, and, and I, I agree with you. I'm not quite feeling strong about that one, you know, and like you're saying there, you've mentioned some examples of some of the things that they're renovating or adding new already. And that's just here in the United States. They've been doing a lot of changes with Paris, Hong Kong, Tokyo, you know, and I agree with you that right now they might not see the need to add a fifth park. Right. And again, it's more of the fact that whether they need to or whether they don't, um, I just think that their resources are spread rather thinly and, and, you know, that maybe they should focus on getting Epcot back up to where it needs to be and, you know, and polishing off Tomorrowland we'll right. get that where it needs to be. Um, and then we'll see. And, and you know, of course, I, I'd love to like to see something at, at the Disneyland Resort, but, you know, where would that room be? Where would right. they build that, you know, and everything? But um, we can only hope. We'll okay. see. It'll be interesting. to uh, This whole thing, you know, again, I, like I said, this is all wild speculation, <laughs> but we are excited to hear every little bit of what might come out of the D23 Expo 2019. We'd also love to hear what you think might be coming out. And now that we're, you know, less than two weeks away, uh, it's, you know, the excitement's building to a fever pitch. What do you think you might hear? Are we completely off base by everything <laughs> we said? Or do you believe some of what we said? Or do you have some other ideas that uh, could come out? I know we skipped over a lot of things that probably will be announced, but we're looking forward to it all. Right. And, you know, I mean, I think we're talking, like you said, you know, some things that we news that came out and then some speculation. But I have a question for you. Oh, boy. So, um, you know, and one of the other big panels is the legend panel. Um, so my question to you is, who are you? Who would you speculate would be the surprise legend this time or if they will have a surprise legend? I know in the past they have. Uh, last one was Whoopi and I know they've had some in the uh, prior expos as well. Huh. Oh, I have to think about that one. I don't know right off the bat. You hit me. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> expecting this one. So what about you? What do you think? Um, if I had my druthers, is that a word? Druthers. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, my speculation uh, would be Tom Hanks as a possibility. Oh, is he in? You know, he's been he's in. Is that a Disney legend already? I mm. don't think so. I may, I may be wrong. All right. I I'll, I'll double wrong. I'll fact check that Yes, for you. yes. If so, edit it out. Yes. Um, but it would make sense if he's not um, because, I mean, one, his his adventures in the Toy Story, you know, films, you know, plus he actually played Walt Disney in, right. in a film. True. You know, I, I, I think he does certainly meet the qualifications of being considered a Disney legend. Right. Yeah, no, if he's not already, he definitely deserves to be. There's no question about that. And that would be great. And I yeah. would love to see it. Uh, just because I do this with everything, I'll just go with Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> just because I love Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's tied with Disney now. <laughs> I don't know 
if I'd classify him yet as a legend. He may have to put in a little bit more time. I know. Give us a two, three more expos. But you caught me off guard here. I know. One, I'm just hoping he makes an appearance (laughs) at the expo. So maybe we can actually get him on the show at some point. We can talk to him. But uh, yeah, you know, I I agree. It's too early for him to be a Disney legend. But, you know, I just love Lynn Manuel. So maybe Josh Gad. Josh Gad might not be a bad choice. Olaf, you know, he's also in the live action Beauty and the Beast as the Foo. I guess I definitely That might be early too, but uh, he's, he's fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other people who, you know, um, are still around and, you know, have been with the organization. I mean, I do know that they're going to probably be, you know, doing some recognitions of some people who have, you know, passed away, you know, this past year, obviously we talked about Marty Sklar, you know, um, Don Rickles, you know, but it, it would be interesting to kind of think about if they add another Disney legend yep. this year. Yeah, definitely. So. Uh, looking forward to all the panels, Disney legends panel. Definitely mm-hmm. looking forward to all these panels we were just talking about as well as a lot of the side panels, a lot of fun stuff out there for that as well. So, um, and please, please let us know if there's anything you are looking forward to uh, more than anything else at the D23 Expo. And also please, if you're going to be out there, take a look for us. We're going to be out there every single day. We are going to be reporting from out there. We're going to be all over social media. We are going to be doing uh, wrap up uh, broadcast, wrap, wrap up podcasts every day afterwards to kind of tell what, what has happened. And and also, if you run into us on the floor and tell us, you know, you listen to the show or you follow us socially or if you just want to say hi or whatever the case may be, uh, we if you want them, we have some little magnets that we, logo magnets that we have that we're going to give away yeah. to several people that come up to us. And if you want them or if you just want, if you don't want anything, you just want to say hi to us, uh, that be good enough. We appreciate it. But please look for us out there. You can't miss Michelle. She's the bubbly <laughs> little redhead out there. You, me, you, you'll see me. I'm the clunky bearded guy going clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> down on the floor right next to her usually you can't miss us but uh please please come up and say hello to us we want to meet all of you Most out there definitely. because we love all our parent adventurers and we want to find out who you are yeah and thank you yes and thank you very much so uh that's it for our tips our last minute tips and predictions wild speculation <laughs> into d23 expo 2019 uh let's get move on we always like to get to our disney stories of the week there's always so many stories every week that are, are kind of involved around disney and we like to get to a few of them and i'm going to start this week with this really amazing announcement that just happened the other day and that is that some of the most amazing athletes in the u.s will be gathering at the walt disney world resort here in the near yeah. future this is exciting this straight from the disney park Parks blog on Thursday, Walt Disney World Resort announced it will serve as the official host of the 2022 Special Olympic USA Games, which will take place at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. That's so, so happy great. to hear this. Yeah. You know, it's it's a great organization. It's great that Disney is connecting with them and offering this opportunity, like you said, to these wonderful athletes that just come out and want to showcase their talent. Right. I mean, it's not you know, and the, yes, there will be competition. You know, I say quote and quote competition, but it's really all about them getting out there and having a great time and being able to showcase what they can do. And they're just, you know, we, we speak, we're parents of someone with special, of a right. child with special needs. So, you know, it's, it, we understand what's going on out there and that these kids are just the f- most fantastic, wonderful, lovable 
kids that you will see anywhere and you know just doesn't matter where they finish at first 15th right you know they cross that finish line and they're just elated they're having a great time yeah. and it's well worth going to check it out so i just right. it's just so wonderful that this is coming uh to well walt disney world resort and especially the the wide world of sports yeah. complex you know which another thing was like uh, we weren't sure if that was going to be part of the uh, expo that they were going to be re-changing that right, around and maybe right. they will refurbish it a little bit but uh, obviously it's going to at least exist through 2022 because right. uh, you know this okay. is coming up yeah. for it um, these games will also celebrate the 50th anniversary of Special Olympics Florida so right. very hey. very cool and we're very excited about that and hopefully a lot of you are going to get out there and, and root on these uh, right. different uh, participants because uh. it's just going to be such a wonderful it's wonderful it's going to be a event. blast yeah. Yeah. so cool uh, moving on from parks or actually competition news sort of um, <laughs> to uh, television news and there was a really special announcement this week one of our favorite Disney stories is coming to a television <laughs> one of our favorite Disney <laughs> stories is coming to television for a special event do tell do tell <laughs> uh, this straight from an ABC slash Disney press release to honor the 30th anniversary of one of the most beloved Disney films of all time the wonderful world of Disney and ABC are proud to present a spectacular live musical event showcasing the Little Mermaid wow yeah so live cool? or live action what are we talking yeah here? well that's <laughs> interesting as you get to that because I first saw this I'm like wow that's fascinating cool they're going to do one of those you know live musicals on you know television that's right. great but there's more to it than that as I was reading through this press release that I had no idea when I was uh, first notified of this so check this out this special tribute to the original animated classic and its timeless music will take viewers on a magical adventure under the sea as live music performances by a star-studded cast will be interwoven into the broadcast of the original feature film wow. so sounds like they're doing a mix of live action and the actual film, which wow. I don't know how that's going to work, but yeah. I am absolutely fascinated yeah. to find out. <laughs> I know. I mean, we kind of saw something similar uh, recently with the uh, viewing of the San Diego Symphony playing with the um, Empire Strikes Back film, but mm -hmm. that was, you know, big, and, right. you know, that's spacious. So I'm trying to figure out what they're talking about here on television yeah so interesting so um what it says here is that this never before seen hybrid format will feature beautifully intricate sets and costumes with music from the original animated film and the Tony award nominated broadway stage version so not just the film also uh from the little mermaid broadway wow. show which we saw the uh, we got to see the touring cast right. come to san diego and totally enjoyed oh it. yeah it was it was great i was thinking yeah it's gonna be cute and everything but uh it was one of the most unique plays that I've seen. I mean, obviously outside of Hamilton, I don't want to, no, <laughs> yeah. Nothing compares to Hamilton. I know, but it really was how they, how they handled things. And I don't want to give any spoilers to anybody who hasn't seen it and might see it, but yeah, so that's cool that that's mm -hmm. going to be interwoven somehow. Too. Yeah. I'm fascinated to find out how that's going to work. And uh, also interesting news on this is that the cast itself, uh, Ali Cravalho, who of course you may know as Moana is going to be playing Ariel and what a great voice she has. I mean, she's amazing and I'm really excited to see her right. play Ariel in cool. whatever context within this that she's going to. It's right. going to be cool. Also in the cast, Oscar nominated and Grammy Golden Globe and Emmy Award winning R&B artist, actor and producer Queen Latifah is set yeah. to play Ursula. <laughs> I heard That's that. so cool. And renowned reggae musician, singer, DJ, actor and Grammy winning artist Shaggy will voice the 
beloved crustacean, <laughs> Sebastian. So Sweet. Uh, that's just the beginning. They're going to be making more cast announcements as we get closer, but um, it's just very, very cool. I love the cast already, and I, I think this is going to be fascinating to see. Right. I mean, I'd heard, um, you know, that Queen Latifah was going to be somehow involved in Little Mermaid. I don't remember even where I heard it, but it, it didn't quite connect. I, I mean, I obviously thought, yeah, what a great cho- choice for Ursula. So, but this is fascinating mm-hmm. with what you're describing is something we're going to see on television. Yeah. So uh, it will actually air on the Walt Disney, excuse me, the wonderful world of Disney presents the little mermaid live will air on Tuesday, November 5th live, probably on the East coast. I don't know about the West coast because yeah. it's a Tuesday, but <laughs> uh, so 8 PM to 10 PM Eastern time on uh, live on ABC. Nice. Um, sometimes they've done a, you know, I split live action. They do live and then they do it again for right, the West Coast. But right. I tend to believe we're going to get uh, tape delayed out here, unfortunately. Yeah. But either way, it's going to be cool. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah, definitely. It's trying to figure out what it's going to even look like. It's fascinating. Right, right. Uh, I Finally, I think you have one more story that you have, as a I do, of fact. I do. I have another Disneyland story. Um, and this is very time sensitive. And I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet in this episode is the Haunted Mansion turned 50. I know, it's so cool. I know. And there will be, obviously, at the expo, some uh, tributes to yeah, the Haunted Mansion turning panels 50. Panels, and I believe the archives uh, display on the floors right. based on Haunted Mansion. So, um, but anyways, at Disneyland Resort, they have some time-limited celebration treats related to the Haunted Mansion. And I'm not going to go through all of them, but they were just some that really caught my eye, how interesting. So the Rancho del Zocalo, 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 I think, yeah, is serving up the long forgotten duelist taco. I don't mm. know why I use a different voice for that, but anyways. Um, you trying to be the ghost host <laughs> Yes. <then? laughs> um, but it consists of two fried bread tacos with grilled fajita bread, beef and braised butter chicken served mm. with Mexican rice and pickled vegetables. Yummy. Uh, over in the honey spot... Uh, over by Winnie the Pooh ride, they are going to have, they have, they just started it uh, the other day, Haunted Mansion Crispy Treats. Hmm. And they're adorable. You gotta <laughs> I'm get, sure of it. Yeah. Uh, if you dig churros, and who doesn't, um, they have both the bride and groom churros. So in New Orleans churro cart, they have the bride churro, which is elegantly dressed churro in a bouquet of vanilla and sugar. A lot of sugar. I've yeah. seen that picture of that. There's a lot of powdered sugar on that churro, yeah. Mm, yum. Uh, and in Critter Country churro chart, churro cart (laughs) they have the groom churro which is a classic churro dressed in a duo of dark and milk chocolate Mm, nice uh in blue bayou restaurant they're having we've been dying to meet you which (laughs) is a spicy stew of pork sausage oxtail and kidney beans with louisiana popcorn rice wow i know right um, and then in uh, Cafe Orleans, they have Sarah Sally Slater's Swamp Fries. Hey, I can't believe I did that in one take. Nicely, uh, I know. Nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> uh, that consists of crawfish. Well, now I'm messing it up. Etouffee. Hey, that's very good. All right. Thanks. Uh, a top of sweet potato fries with chorizo, mm. clams, tomatoes, sweet corn, and green onion. Wow. And also at Cafe Orleans, they have the Swinging Wake Cake, which uh, has 
layered chocolate vanilla sponge cake with caramel banana filling, caramel buttercream frosting, and a sugar candle. Nice. A sugar candle? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, and the last one I really wanted to mention out in Harbor Galley is the Ghost Mariner's Seafood Boil, which is uh, Cajun butter shrimp with red potatoes, corn, and dewy sausage. Mm. So, um, very cool. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of great stuff to try. I said that was the last one, but I was wrong. Nope. Yep. So I wanted to bring up one more, which is the Hitchhiking Ghost Blue Velvet Cake. Blue Velvet. Right. Blue wow. Velvet. Not red. Blue. blue velvet. So Blue Velvet Cake with blueberry puree, a rice croquette brittle, and vanilla blueberry crisp. Wow. I know. That all sounds delicious. Yeah. And there are, there, are, there are a lot more. And a lot of these are available on mobile ordering. So, you know, uh, take the time to really help celebrate Haunted Mansion 50. Yeah. Wow. Very nice. Looking forward to checking all that out. Hopefully they'll still be available. I know it's limited time, but hopefully... Well, they're saying be... most of them are going to be available through most of September. Nice. We'll definitely yeah. check out Couple some of things those things for sure. A are ending a little sooner, but the vast majority of them through Very September. cool. I yeah. like that a lot. That's so cool. The shell always has the best Disney stories. Uh, <laughs> I don't I, know about that. We're always hungry at the time. I know, time, I was going to so say, I think I tend to gravitate towards food. That's but. why it's the best <laughs> Disney story. And Michelle also has the very best tips. If you don't know, she has the greatest. We never wrap up a show without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation, whether it be to the parks, the resorts, Disney Cruise Line, Run Disney, whatever the case may be. And just like the best stories, Michelle always has the best tips. She starts us off because she's wonderful, beautiful, gorgeous, and everything fantastic, but also she has the best tips. So let's get right to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. You're so sweet, baby. Okay, so I haven't talked about Disney cruise line in a while so i wanted to add them in they actually just made some recent revisions to their websites and one of the things that has really been a a plus for that is the uh, portion where you can do pre-purchasing gifts or treats for your cabins and so in addition to having some new offerings they also have some uh holiday offerings which is really really cool like they they were showing some pictures of for halloween because you can do halloween on the high seas through the disney cruise line and they have some really great um decorations for the cabin or some uh crispy treats that are halloween themed uh they always have a lot of new extras around christmas time as well um and it's just making it the the way to order it and how they display is a lot more user-friendly and helpful um and the other bonus that they have now sometimes people want to pre-order some treats for the room to celebrate like a birthday or anniversary, be it a cake or something like that. And they're now having um, some food options for people with food allergies. Mm. So it's great that they're having some additional things that can be readily available for all their guests, which is super, super cool. Nice. Uh, and then one of the things that I saw that was really cute is they it's called the Color and Cruise Backpack. Mm. So it is a backpack that has some decorations in it, but it does have some area that you can customize with your own decorations. <laughs> and uh, the, the pack comes with some fabric markers that you can color in on your backpack and make it you know unique as long as they're coloring in on the actual backpack and not like the duvet <laughs> i know right the wall the pillow yeah 
Uh, but that's great. No, that is you know a great way for your your children to be creative with their own backpack and stylized. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Hey, I know we have a lot of backpacks, but hmm, this one sounds pretty. Okay, for everybody to stylize their own <laughs> that's backpack. Right. Yeah, so that, no, that's cool. That's cool. That's interesting so, stuff. So, anyways, yeah, fun way to to enhance your Disney Cruise Line experience. Yeah, I like it. Thank and you. A great tip, as always. Michelle always has <laughs> the very best tips. Now on to uh, my tip. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which we all know is opening up very soon at the Walt Disney World Resort. It's opening Mm -hmm. up on August 29th. And it was announced this week that they're going to do something very similar to what they're doing right now in Disneyland, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park. And that is that they are having reservations open for Ogus Cantina, Savi's Workshop, and also someplace that I don't believe right now is is a reservation area for uh, for Disneyland, which is uh, the Droid depot where you build your own astromech or your own droid uh so um you can now go online either go on the uh my disney experience app or you can go on to to your you know the website and you can make reservations as a matter of fact we did it for our december trip just this week uh so we know the date that we are going to be going to for sure star wars galaxy's edge and the date we're going to be going into oga's cantina nice now Here's the deal. We were a little surprised because I didn't think it was going to be open that far in advance for us to be able to make those reservations. But reservations were fairly easy to make. And I've got to wonder if people, you know, still aren't having caught on to the fact that, you know, that we know about it over here on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And even over here, I don't think people have completely caught on to. Right. This is the best way to get into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Because it looks like, and they haven't announced this yet for the Walt Disney World Resort, but it looks like they're going to have this similar thing where you have a boarding group that you get into. And that's how you get into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You arrive at the park and then you sign up for a boarding group. And right. then when it's your time, they will let you into, they will give you an announcement and then you can go into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Now, there's no guarantees that you are going to get in there. Right. However, if you book this reservation, you will know exactly when you can get into there. At least the way it stands right now for Disneyland, I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing for Walt Disney World Resort. Whatever your time is for your reservation at Oga's or Savi's or the Droid Depot, you can go into the park, into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at least one hour prior to that so nice. you will know ahead of time let's just say you have a 1 p.m reservation for ogas you know you can get into star wars galaxy's edge mm-hmm. at noon so that plans out you you can plot out your whole schedule that way you know you'll know weeks days months in advance right. that you uh, have this time so you can plot out that morning you can uh go and you know check out the rest of the studios uh, disney hollywood studios right. during that time before you go into there or you can sleep in a little bit and go get brunch or have breakfast or whatever take your time and right. head over there and be ready to go you can plot out your day so please take advantage of this go online or go on the app and book your reservation in advance um, I we booked ours. I told our good friend Rob LeBerry from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast, who is, I mean, unfortunately, we're just missing him by a couple of days, but he is also going to be at the Walt Disney World Resort just uh, in December. Now, him about it, he made like three or four or five reservations. <laughs> he went crazy with it, made a bunch of reservations out there. And, you know, he, so now we can plot out our time. We know exactly when we are going to be for sure going into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We can plot our whole trip around that. You know, we don't have to right. be concerned like, are we getting it in? Are we not getting in? What time? Take advantage of this. Jump on. Get your reservations. Plan ahead. It really will help you in so many ways. And it's easily done. And if you 
do change your plans. I mean, you will need a credit card to put on there, you know, to hold your reservation and they will charge you if you don't show up, but you can cancel it up to, you know, 24 hours in advance of your reservation. So if your plans do change, something happens, whatever the case may be, you can book this reservation and still change it. So please, please take advantage of this because you are going to want to get into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And this is the easiest, best way to ensure that you are going to do that. Yeah, that is a great tip, honey, actually. that That's such uh, important, like you're saying, uh, for like using us as an example, we don't get to go to Walt Disney World a lot. It's pretty far for us. And to have that knowledge and secured reservation to get into Galaxy's Edge is great. You know, like you said, we, you know, we may be trying to get into some other times without having a reservation into the cantina or whatever. But that's, you know, you just don't know for sure. Right. This will be, especially in December, could get busy around the holidays. So I agree. That's an awesome tip. Thank you. And then it's just, it's just the easiest way to know. might have been the better tip. No, never yes. is. Never the better tip, but <laughs> it is an important tip. And I think that people yeah. uh, need to realize that that is available for them if you don't already. I know many of you already do, but there are some that don't. And I just want to be sure you know that this is available for you so you can make the best possible planning for your next trip to the Walt Disney World Resort, especially if you want to get into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And in December, you know, the rise of the resistance is coming up. And yeah. so it's going to be even uh, more of a desire to get into because from what we hear, that ride is going to knock your socks off. So, very excited. For Literally, that. should I? Literally, extra pair. Unless of socks? you're not, unless you're like wearing sandals with no socks, and then you'll, <laughs> just, it'll, you'll be pre-sockless. <laughs> that, that's the key. Yeah. That's the plan. All right. It's getting silly now. <laughs> yeah. Let's wrap we it up. Food. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Next week, we are continuing our... Ca- <laughs> Boy, we need food. We are continuing <laughs> our countdown to the rise of Skywalker, the end of the Skywalker saga. That's right. Uh, the Star Wars Remembered series will continue. And this time, we are going to be moving into the original trilogy yes our good friend as we just talked about him a little bit ago uh, Rob LeBerry from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast it will be joining us as he has throughout this series so far and we will be breaking down Star Wars episode four a new hope it's great that we're getting into now that and I I just also want to point out that you know you're idea to have a monthly Star Wars remembers as we as we move closer to the new movie coming out in December it was genius mm-hmm. and it's been a lot of fun and it's been fun having Rob on there he's our our um, Jedi consultant yes right he dips, <laughs> he dips right into the Jedi Temple archives and gets all the information out there for us so maybe we're we ready need to, to get a name tag made with Jedi consultant Jedi consultant yes <laughs> Don't, don't tell him that because then he's going to want us to pay him because you know how consultants work. That's true. Yeah, we, we, Rob, we love you to death. We're not paying you at this point until, unless someone wants to sponsor that segment, then we'll be happy to pay Rob. If you want to sponsor that segment, sure, we'll, we will do that. So. Well, we can get him a churro. <laughs> With all the powdered sugar? Yeah. <laughs> and, oh boy we're really getting silly now let's yes. wrap it up uh, thanks for joining us today follow us on social media we're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast Facebook Instagram and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast and if you ever want to contact us for any reason you can always email us at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com right and please do take time to reach out to us especially if you have some ideas or feedback we also really love it if you could take the time to give us a rating and even better a review And most of all, share this information with a friend. Yes, yes. Please tell your friends about us. And if you get the chime, a review 
uh, would be wonderful. We all podcasts really appreciate reviews so much. Uh, and you found us today in the future. Please check us out on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And uh, you can also find us, of course, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, but HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. That is the real place to find us. Yeah. So please join us. Please join us. But join us next week because that's it for now. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. But until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.